Hello and welcome back to another installment of Unfiltered Happenings with Candace and Vanda. Hi. Hello. Sorry, I was just taking a drink of our pink, pink Whitney. <laughs> taking a little sip of my pink Whitney here, which actually is something too from our first episode that someone's like they, they some I can't remember who it was, but said they killed themselves laughing like listening to the ice in our drinks. Oh my gosh! Clink, 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 clink. <laughs> you know what? We are away from my children. We are living our best lives. I Cheers to that! And, Woo. I mean, not that living my best life is away from my children, but, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Whoops. Occasionally. Sorry, sorry, for, sorry for whatever mother's not offended. Uh, occasionally, <laughs> mama's got to get away. Yeah. And mama's got to have a drink. Mama and deserves ma- a night off. Mama deserves a night off. <laughs> I deserve to call my husband and have him come pick me up. <laughs> Need be. Or call a cab because my husband's with our children. So let's enjoy. Yeah. So Vanda, what's up? Did anything happen this week <laughs> that you would like to share? Did anything spark laughter in you oh my this God. week? Um. Well, I mean, basically, my gynecologist telling me that my ovaries are dying. Oh. What? <laughs> What? <laughs> I went, so I went to get my IUD and, um, usually like my doctor, every single time I go for like my yearly examination, it's like, Oh, another year. Hey, still no kids. Well, no, you're my gynecologist. Like you would know if I was having kids. I have so much and to say. <laughs> and she basically is like, well, you better get on it because apparently my eggs are dying, by her opinion. So then I was thinking, what an what? opinion to share when no one asked you. <laughs> I know. Oh and, I, and I honestly, I was like, I like, I like, I like my doctor as far as the care that she gives me and that sort of thing. Yeah. But she does just every single year. I'm like, oh, f. Like here we go again, yeah. right? I gotta explain to her why. So then. Why I don't have kids right now or whatever. Mm-hmm. Which actually, you know what? Like, no, I shouldn't have no, to. Just, like, you shut your, just shut your mouth. You just, just have to just explain it to do, anyone. Get in there. Do what you got to do and get out. Your job, her job would to be talking to you. Okay. About Let me start over. Apparently help. the Pink Whitney made me slur my words just slightly there. So uh, let's move forward. Her job would be to talk to you about your fertility if you were there to talk. About, about my fertility, fertility, which I mean, I was not until I asked about an IUD. And then she's like, pardon, pardon me? <laughs> Actually, you know you what? You are 34 I know, years I know. old. I honestly, though, I was surprised because she didn't have an eye about it. She oh. didn't even, and I thought for sure she was going to ask That's me like, good. well, why do you need one? Yeah. Because I'm asking you for one and I, I can't put it in myself and I need you and to. And not so. just that. Why would a doctor question an adult woman about not having children until they're ready and in a stable position to have children? Oh, 100%. I, I, no, I know. I completely agree like, with that. It is. It is. It's just like, and I'm like, I've just learned to laugh about it. Because you know what's I'm laughable, like, actually, <laughs> is the fact, and this is just changing it to me. Let's just That's change the topic to fine. me. Go for it. Luke and I were laughing today, actually, about the fact that we were dating for approximately three months 
when I got pregnant and not one single person batted an eye about it. You were only together for three months? Three months. We had been talking for closer to five months, but we had only been on dating for three months. I told my dad, my dad was freaking ecstatic. Oh my God. Telling the world. The only person, the only person that even batted an eye was Justin who said, and I quote, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) Okay. Okay. What? What are you? What are you doing? I can see his face. Yes. And I can hear his voice. Yeah. What are you doing? I remember I was on a Mexico I didn't know trip. He said that to me. Yes. I remember I was on a Mexico trip and we had been together. So it was April and we had started officially dating in February. And I remember telling the girls I was in Mexico with, we were sitting around the supper table, and I said, Me and Luca, we're gonna we're gonna get pregnant. And I remember one of the girls looking right at me and saying, That is dumb. That is not smart. What are you, what are you thinking? You cannot get pregnant with him, Candace. You just started dating. I'm like, Well, we're gonna get married and we're gonna we're gonna have a baby. And they were like, What? That is nuts. Like, but but this hadn't happened yet. And I wasn't pregnant yet. No, oh, okay. not in Mexico, but we were planning to get pregnant. Oh, at that time you were already planning to get oh, pregnant. Oh, yes. Yes. Holy, when you know, you know, eh? Well, Let's I, not waste any in time our or... scenario, when you knew, you knew. But anyways, I just think it's funny that like, I just, how people cannot bat an eyelash when you're like, yeah, I'm 30. Well, I was 28 at the time, but you know, I'm, I'm heading into my 30s and I'm having this baby that is out. Who cares if it's out of wedlock? But you know what I mean? It was like very soon in my relationship. <laughs> With a man and I barely know. A man <laughs> I barely know. <laughs> Just and everyone's like, sweet. Oh my God, congratulations. And Cheers yet everybody has such an opinion about my uterus. Yes. When I don't have a relationship. 100%. And yet that's... <laughs> 100%. <laughs> right? For sure. 100%. So I just think that's funny. I... I mean, for me, it just obviously turned out. But do you know how challenging the first couple of years were? We did not know each other. We didn't have time. Okay, we found out that we were pregnant the very first night we got possession of our first house. We were in... Where was your first house? It was the Saskatchewan side. Um... Just over here. We were just over here. Anyways, we were... It was a small little house over on the Saskatchewan side. We um, we were shopping at Walmart for essentials. So I had... Okay, I had taken... And you're like, it is essential right now that I'm buying pregnancy Oh, tests. no, I had them in my purse. Oh! <laughs> I had them in my purse. I had taken one with a friend at Starbucks two days before and it said negative. But oh. I could feel it in my whole body... That I was pregnant. I just knew I was pregnant. And so then we were at Walmart and I told Luke, I'm like, man, I, I know I'm pregnant. And he's like, well, I can't wait another second. You have another test in your purse. Go to the bathroom and pee on it. And then like, let's see. So I did in Walmart. So (laughs) I did. I went and I peed on the test and I put it in my purse and we continued on shopping and we were in the toilet paper aisle. And I pulled it on my purse and it said positive. And we dropped everything we had at that moment and we left. <laughs> we were like, shit, holy hell. I can't, I can't be buying these things right no. now. 
And I just remember being like, oh my gosh, this actually happened. We had been trying, but I think at the time we didn't actually think trying would like work. Make it work that fast. Totally. Wow. Which is funny though, because I mean, like I remember us talking about you and your previous relationship Mm -hmm. and kind of how careless sometimes you were. For sure. And how it it never happened. Not even a scare. Not even a scare. Not even a scare. Everything, and this is going to sound so cliche, uh, I but know, I know exactly what you're going to say. happens for a reason. reason. I do. I think sometimes hard things happen to teach us something. Mm-hmm. And I think that sometimes the right time in the right moment happens. Yeah. And I have this wonderful seven-year-old who, like, roams around my house mm-hmm. and is funny and mm-hmm. is such a good kid. Who I know, by the way, where you got that name from now. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, what a good name. Right? Yeah. It is such a great yeah. name. It is a great name. Um, anyways, okay, so that actually kind of rolls me into a thought that I had because we... Okay, so... Uh, like, you and I are low maintenance. Oh, like as a friend? As friends. Yeah. You and I are low maintenance. Very and, low and, maintenance And when friends. I think about it, like... So, I mean, we met when we were in high school, fell in love with each other... After the incident, we'll say, we'll call it that. The unfortunate... Where you tried to bully me? Yeah. yeah. Hey, whoa! <laughs> whoa, with the bee bomb there. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I know. No, right, but like, however we met, I mean, everybody that listened to the first episode, whatever, right? That's how we met. Mm-hmm. But like, literally, right, we, we set the tone. We, yeah. we were like, so, so close. Yes. Okay, but also, don't you feel like for the first little bit of our relationship, we were almost codependent? You think we were? Yes. Really? I do. I Why think, do you think that? I think that maybe, like, and I think it was just being young. And I think that, I think that that's why it was necessary for us to grow apart. So that we could be. Individuals. Individuals. Be separate from each other. And also learn to be better friends without so much neediness. So what, what makes you think that we were so codependent? Like what? Oh my this gosh. Is, this is, you guys, I'm on the edge of my seat here. This is. <laughs> okay, but don't. I can't believe it. I, I feel like I was almost at your, okay. I was at your beck and call and you were at mine. Oh yeah. And I think that back then it didn't matter as much, but there was times, okay. When you broke up with a certain boyfriend, I missed work one day. Hmm. <gasps> And well, we had work, to take his. My CDs were in his truck, Candace. I didn't have to go with <laughs> you, kidding. but that's no. what I mean. And I was 21 years old when that happened, or 22. And I remember my boss saying to me, "That is not a good enough reason to miss work." Okay, but didn't we have to take his truck back or something? I remember being like, "Don't worry, I won't leave you," and you were like, "Yeah, you can't leave me." And oh. <gasps> Yes. And, or there was times where I would be with my boyfriend at the time and you would call me absolutely bawling and I would just like drop everything and come, which is just fine at the time. But like I said, I do think that back then maybe we were just a little bit too codependent and, and that it served a purpose mm -hmm. to kind of break that off to be better friends in a more healthy way. Right. Well, and yeah, because that's, that's the kicker too, is that when we, when we were dating both of those boys mm-hmm. down there, mm-hmm. then that, that. Amplified oh, the codependency. 100%. Yes. But that would have been though, 
Because I took those two years off high school. That was when you were in Vermilion. Remember that one time? That <laughs> we used to go to Vermilion all the time. No, we didn't go. I lived in Vermilion for school. Right. And you used to I would, come I would come out like every single weekend. Remember yes. that one time? I phoned you and I was like, hey, what are you doing tonight? And you were like, oh, I think we're going to wherever the heck we were going on some Thursday called, or Friday night. It, it was always Thursday nights, and it was called the Scuzz Bucket. The Scuzz Bucket, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because, yeah, you're like, yeah. oh, we're going to the Scuzz. Do you want to come? And I'm like, already on my way. And I was literally halfway. <laughs> yeah. I was halfway to Vermilion already yeah. when I phoned you. Yeah, good times. It was so great. Yeah. But, so, okay, so we had those two years. You, you went to Vermilion. I took off. Then I left for Lethbridge, though, for a year. Yes, but then, then came back. But your struggle was real. It was it was very real yeah. for a lot of reasons. Yeah. With who I was with there too. I mean that oh, didn't yeah. help. That was toxic. But then, but then I came back, and that was when we started dating. Well, I started dating because mm-hmm. you already were right, and then I started yeah. dating one of his friends, mm-hmm. and then that was I would say that was that was probably the start. Do you think? Do you think that that was the start? No, I of, like, think that it was always. Of, or do you think it was always? I there? think it was always there. Like, like okay, I just don't think that when we were younger, our relationship was the healthiest. For example, we talked about a couple times ago in our episode, and how I felt completely okay with slapping you across your face. <laughs> That's not healthy. <laughs> Okay. We used to fight like that though, Vanda. I remember yeah, one that, time. Okay, that was example. A fight though. Okay, remember that was when not we went to fight. Brit- remember when we went to Britney Spears and oh, I might have got reality. I might have <laughs> <laughs> a slap to reality. You needed. Well, but exactly. still, but what I mean is that you shouldn't be slapping your friends. No, you shouldn't be slapping your friends. And but you've done that to me too. Remember when we went to Britney Spears and I maybe got a little bit too drunk and I was having trouble getting out of the cab and you like absolutely just pushed me around. <laughs> yes. So yeah. it went both ways. It wasn't yeah. just me to you. Yeah. It was you to me. But we were we were like passionate and we we fought hard but we loved hard, mm-hmm. which is fine. But I do think though that the time where we spent apart where we weren't necessarily hooked at the hip at all helped us grow into better people. And then now we're back and better than ever. Oh my God. I can't wait for this next stage of our lives together. I agree. Okay. So yeah. Okay. Because yeah, what I was going to say was I, so I had moved away for those mm-hmm. couple years, right? I, mm-hmm. I went to school, then I moved down to Red Deer and I was living mm-hmm. in Red Deer for a year, a year and a half or however long it was. Came back for work. Right, and I would say yeah. me, me and you were still in, in very good touch through those years. For sure. Right, because you came to Edmonton, I would come home, yada, yada, yeah, yada. I would come to Red Deer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then it was, it was kind of like when, because then when I moved home, I remember struggling so much being back in Lloyd. Yes. Because even though me and you had each other, and from a distance, like it was fine, but then I come back and I expect, I, well, and you're right, I probably did expect us to just be the same way that we were, but you had your own life. Yeah. And I remember being like, I'm not friends with these people anymore. And I didn't really feel like I fit in anymore with just the way that my, my thoughts had changed and my views had changed. And I was just like, I just don't think that that's healthy for me right now. And so I kind of had to go out and like find my own new circle of friends and whatever, which is fine. That's great. But even with my one other group of friends, I felt like you wouldn't 
even give it a shot. No, you're probably right about yeah. that. And you're, I think you're that probably that, right. That kind of which is fine. Like I don't hold any any animosity no. towards that. Mm-mm. Um, I might have a little bit back then, but I was younger and I yeah, didn't have I didn't have well, the no. insight then. We were developing to so, see yeah. totally to yeah. see that we all kind of go through different things at different times, right? And whatnot. Yes, which brings me to so then you had you found Luke, mm-hmm. you had the baby, mm-hmm. you were the baby. The His baby, name my is baby. Yeah. baby. We love yeah. baby Brolin. Yeah, and so you had Brolin, and you were. You were my first, quote, real friend Mm -hmm. that had a baby where it wasn't like, shit. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you were the, you were the first one. Yeah. So, and I fully admit, like, looking back on it, I didn't handle it well because I was completely selfish. Yes. Completely selfish. (laughs) Right? Like, I was. I'm like, I I can admit it. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I hate I do not like that you were the first one to have a kid yeah. and I had to go through that selfishness mm-hmm. and that whatever mm-hmm. with you. Yeah. Because now when I look at it, like my most recent friend that had a baby and I have, I have, I mean, now I have time. I mean, let's call space fade. I'm mm-hmm. really the only one that doesn't have a baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I've learned way better how to deal with it and how to engage with it yeah. rather than be pissed off and upset that now things aren't going to be the same because that's all that's ultimately what I was feeling where I was like well the glory days are over Candace is gone she's going to be with this baby for sure well (laughs) I was I admit like it was so 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 selfish and I can see that now but at the time my feelings were like really hurt by it oh (laughs) see my heart see I'm like oh my god I'm gonna start to cry now but no don't no I know but it just like it's so disappointing because I'm like, if the tables would have been turned, mm-hmm. I don't think that you would have reacted that way. Yeah, but Vanda, we're different. I know that. And the thing is, is, and like, no, I'm crying. no it's, and I, I get that, but we all grow through things at different points and yeah. different times. And so again, me being the insightful 36 year old that I am, <laughs> I can now. now, I can now look at it and see it differently. Yeah. Just like I said a little while ago that you, you, your views on things were more advanced than mm-hmm. me. Well, except for that particular Well, one, no, but you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it just yeah. took you a little yeah. longer yeah. to grow up in yeah. that point. Yeah. And, and I think it was, things. it was just, it was so shocking because again, me being back in Lloyd mm-hmm. and trying to find my position again. I think it was just so shocking because I, here I am that I'm like, holy crap. Like I barely even know my best friend's fiance or, mm-hmm. or the man that she's doing this with. Mm-hmm. And now they're having a baby. Mm-hmm. And I just, I think I felt so out of the loop. And again, so selfishly, instead of talking to you about it and being like, I don't know how to navigate this and I need, like, I need to know that mm-hmm. everything's going to be okay. Oh, yeah. And, Right? Like, I, yeah. I ran from it. Yeah. I was just like, well, I'm out of here then. I guess, yeah. like, she's got her own life. And, and I have to here, find people and, that Yeah, right? Life. Exactly, yeah. right? And I was so confused. And I, 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 I admit that I wasn't really that happy about being back in Lloyd. Yeah. I missed Red Deer yeah. within days. I was yes. like, what have I done? But you found... Right? What have I done? You found a whole, a whole life there that's different than you could have here. And I can completely sympathize yeah. with that. yeah. And so, I mean, the, here's the thing. 
is we can always look back at how we handled things and regret it, but it's about how we grow from it and move forward mm. to make better choices yes. in the future. Which, and that's the thing, is that, like, as, as things have progressed and more and more friends have had kids and these life changes continue to happen like Mm -hmm. I fully admit like I'm so happy like my most recent friend that got pregnant I'm like oh I'm so happy for you because Mm -hmm. she she needs to be a mom and he's gonna be fantastic dad and a fantastic Mm -hmm. partner and it's gonna be so so good Mm -hmm. I'd be lying if a little tiny bit of me was still like dang you know things are gonna change but now I know though how to handle it and I know how to engage in the process Mm -hmm. Rather than just be sad that things are changing. For sure. And I mean, like, I'm still sad that things change because I just, I get so happy about where I am in my life that I'm like, and I I forget that, like, as we progress through life, it's going to continue to get good for so many other different reasons. Oh, and it's going to change forever. We can't hold on to the idea that things will stay the exact same. Yeah. And I think that that's why it's so important to maintain very low maintenance friendships. Yes. And that's, that's where I was going to go with that was mm-hmm. like you and I, so, you know, we started hot and heavy mm-hmm. <laughs> for 10 years. Yeah. Right. And then this life event occurred mm-hmm. where like we fizzled, we disconnected. Right. Mm-hmm. And again, like I had a lot to do with that, but then we slowly started to come back because the thing was too, the thing that was so, so great about that was that even though, even in light of how I reacted to that, when shit hit the fan, mm-hmm. you were still always my first call. Mm-hmm. Right? I remember getting cheated on. Mm-hmm. I called you first. Oh, yeah. I went straight to you. Yeah. I went straight to you, and I probably hadn't seen you in a year. Yeah. And you were like, yeah, come over. Yeah. Let's let's take care of you. Yeah. Right? And, like, even even in the most recent months here, yeah. right? Came, came straight to you. Yeah. Right? Like... Yeah. And I think... I think that that is so, so important to have those low maintenance friendships because we all know how busy life is in general, Yes. whether you have kids or not. Like I I sometimes used to be like, well, I'm not busy. Like I don't have kids, but no, you're very busy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And and I I don't, I I shouldn't be diminishing my schedule just because I don't have kids because I still do have a lot going on with, you know coaching and school and work and taking care of me and whatever but the low maintenance friendships where there was no grudge held about just being busy that we were just like hey give me a call if I'm free we'll hang out if I'm not we'll try again later when you need to talk I'll give you a call when I need to like that's the thing is I feel like there's so much pressure to be everything for women and it's not even possible no it's not possible and for me okay I'll use myself as an example because I really just struggle to remember. I, my brain, I just struggle to remember. I struggle to remember dates. I struggle to remember all of the things that are happening. I have to actually make legit notes in my calendar. Mm-hmm. I have to put people's birthdays in my calendar to even remember the date that they're on. Oh, I yeah. still, sorry, dad. I still don't know if my own father's birthday is June 27th or June 17th. <laughs> what day is it? I, I don't do know. Not, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's June 27th. You'd, you'd have to check your calendar, though. I'd have to ask my dad. <laughs> That's what I mean. I'm yeah. so oh. absolutely brutal. It's just not in me, where I know that a type A person would remember every detail. They would remember that if you said that you had a doctor's appointment on Wednesday, 
April 17th or whatever. I don't know what the day, but yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. They would remember it and they would message you and be like, how was that doctor's appointment? Yeah. There's people that are great at that shit. Yeah. I am not. I'm not. Yeah. And so I'm I have to really work them. really hard. But the thing is, is if there's someone in my life that is offended by that and that needs that in order to be friends with me, then I'm not. We're probably the, not going to be friends. I'm not the friend for you. No. Because if you're going to, like, we, you know, that's why it's so important for me to have those low-maintenance friendships. Those friendships where, um, you know, we can pick up after three months of not talking and have it be exactly the same. That there's no hurt feelings that I haven't been able to call or I haven't been able to keep in touch. Because, let's be honest, like, I have stuff going on every single day that stops my brain from even remembering that I'm supposed to pick up the phone. I will literally walk from one room to the next to do something and forget by the time I got to the next room what I'm doing. Yeah. I I sometimes do that too because you're, as you're moving, you're thinking about step number three, four, five. For sure. And you forget what the heck one and two are. For sure. Yeah. So that's funny too that you say that, like that pick up the phone and just pick up where we are. So I have a friend and, well for... I feel like I need to tell this story as to how we met because it is the most absurd thing in the world. I'm waiting. So <laughs> prior to me moving to Red Deer, I kind of gave a couple of friends a heads up that I was I was moving. Mm-hmm. And this one weekend I was going to this ball tournament in Edson. And one of my friends from Red Deer, she's like, oh, she's like, we have a ton of friends going to Edson. She's like, I should let you know where they are and you can go and introduce yourself and like kind of get a jump start on meeting these people. So I'm like, yeah, that sounds great. Whatever. Cool beans. So, and then there's like this, this boy mm-hmm. that's there or whatever. And we kind of flirt and whatever, hit it off, like whatever. And just like, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm moving a red deer. So, so, and so, you know, let me know you're coming so that I can say hi and get introduced and whatever. Cool beans. So I moved to red deer months later and this boy and I are still kind of talking and whatever and all fine and dandy. He invites me to a ball tournament in Red Deer with all these new people. Okay, cool beans, whatever. So mm-hmm. I go. And there's this girl there. And um, whatever, like, I, whatever. I mean, and you know, back then we were, what, 23? Little, yeah. We were little girls. Yeah. And you know, you know how it is, mm-hmm. you know, you know if fresh pair of legs come in and you're like mm-hmm. a little bit threatened in your yeah, territorial and whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. You get a little bit defensive. So whatever, I thought nothing of it. And yeah, I'm I'm here with this guy, whatever, whatever. And and she's kind of questioning me, like, oh, so like, you know, how do you know him? And I'm like, oh, I just met him and like nothing's going on. Like we're just friends, yada yada yada. Okay, cool. So we move on. Then like again another however long later. Um, probably another ball tournament or something, kind of the same thing happens. But now me and this boy have kind of, like, we've started kind of dating a little, dating a little yeah. bit, right? Or whatever you want to call it. And um, it's, it's kind of, the word's kind of getting out, right? That, mm-hmm. okay, like, something might be going on here. Mm-hmm. So then I noticed this girl's just kind of, like, not really talking to me and whatever. Okay, fine and dandy, like, whatever. She's, you know, maybe she's jealous. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. So again, we continue on, right? Now I've moved to Red Deer. I'm hanging out with this guy. We end up going to a, I think we went on a snowboard trip. Yeah. And this girl comes along. And we get chatting and yada, yada, yada. And he had bought me a, like a bracelet, like one of those like Pandora bracelets or yeah. whatever. 
And she asked me about it. And she just kind of was like, well, just keep your eye on him and this and that. And I was like, okay, like whatever, like super, super confused. Yeah. We get talking. We find out that he's basically dating both of us. No, no wonder she Swe- was so yes! freaking like, We find out like, he's dating both of us or he had at some point as right. this whole thing was going down. The best part about it was when we found out, we looked at each other and we were like, F that guy. Yeah. F that guy. This is not a we problem. No. He's the one in the wrong. Yeah. And we became such good friends. Oh, there you go. Such good friends. And it was so funny because we go back to Red Deer and this story gets out that like Vanda and she won't care if I say her name. So Vanda and LJ, well, I mean, it's her nickname, but whatever. So Vanda and LJ, like they're friends and everybody's like, what? Like, wasn't he kind of two-timing them? Mm. And they're like, yeah, but like they told him to kind of kick rocks yep. and whatever. And like, whatever, we're all friends now. It's not a big deal. But it's just so funny how we met. And she is, like, I feel I feel about her the same way that I feel about you. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, she is one of the first people that I call. Even though she's in Red Deer, mm-hmm. we see each other maybe once a year if we're lucky. Mm-hmm. But she was saying the same thing that she, one day she was going to work and she phoned me and she's like, I just have to tell you how appreciative I am of our friendship. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> what? She's like, yeah, like, because I think we had talked the week before or something and she's like, you know, we just randomly pick dates to phone each other and, and just be like, hey, let's FaceTime. You're not busy tonight. Let's yeah. FaceTime. And we pick up like we haven't even left each other's yeah. side. And she is like. I would die without that girl. Yeah. And it's, number one, it's so fantastic that we are low maintenance and we both just get it. Like, we're yes. not offended. No. I don't even think we wish each other happy birthdays. And Quite you know, honestly. So as an adult, oh my gosh, as like, adults, you have to realize that you are not everyone's number pri- number mm-hmm. one priority. Mm-hmm. We have so many other so things much going, going on. on. If someone that doesn't wish you a happy birthday, get over get yourself. Get over yourself. Yeah, so like, that's what's so fantastic about us. But the, the very best thing about us is the way we met and the way we handled it, mm-hmm. that we were like, this is a sisterhood. Yes. We get it. Yeah. Because we did not turn on each other no. over a stupid boy yeah. making a bad decision. Yes. I love that. Right? Yeah. I love Me that. Me too. So yeah. like, girls out there, mm-hmm. make sure that you target who you're actually upset with. For sure. And no, make- that doesn't make me a man hater. <laughs> Doesn't make me a man hater. There you go. Let's just get that out there. We love men. We love men. <laughs> but I mean, that one was wrong. Yes. He was wrong in sure. how he, what he was doing. Especially with both how of us. disrespectful to bring you places where she was. Right? Like, how ballsy. Yes, so that ballsy. That is ballsy. And, and disrespecting. Oh, it's like, horrible. Just so disrespectful. Horrible. And, and I'm like, not, I'm just, I'm the yeah. new girl. Like, I'm just trying to make friends and yeah. get in with this new crowd of people that, because I'm moving to Red Deer yeah. and whatever. And like, I was, I was, cool. I was completely innocent. I mean, yeah. she was too. Yes. Because as, as we talked, like, when he, quote, first brought me to that first ball tournament, yeah. there was something going on between oh, them. Oh, yeah, that's so sad. He put me yeah. in a horrible position. For sure. He's the one that we should be mad at, yes. not each other. No, I we agree. Did not, we did not choose this. No, I agree. So, yeah, so that's what also is fantastic about us. And, I mean, similar to how, like, our dynamic started, yeah. that's how ours started. Mm-hmm. And it started with so much trust yeah. right off the bat. Good. And, yeah, so low-maintenance friendship, right? She's got two yes. kids and a husband. She's yeah. got... 
a farm that she has to take care of or like an acreage that she's got well, livestock and whatever. Like, just she's normal, a busy woman too. Yeah, exactly. just normal everyday adult shit. It is. Adult shit that makes it so that you sometimes don't think of all of the things you're supposed to think of. And that's okay. Yeah. We don't need to be texting all day, every day to no. be good friends. And no. we don't need to see each other once a week or once a month. To be just as good friends. Yeah, exactly. I have this and, situation. And like arguably, if if you can have this yeah. and and only be together once in a blue moon. Yes. I, I think I'd take that with that high level of understanding. Yes. Over something that you have to work so damn hard yes, for. Yes, I yeah. agree. Yeah. I agree. And I mean, again, I think everyone needs something different. Yes. And yes. so, but for me personally... Um, I don't, yeah, I'm, I just can't keep up with it all. No. And I've noticed in my own life that when I couldn't keep up with the high maintenance friendships, that I lost them. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I guess that's just kind of what was supposed to happen because wow. I I can't keep up with it. Yeah. It's just not in my personality. Yeah. Exactly. So, like... And, yeah, I mean, like, as I say that I appreciate low-maintenance friendship, that's not to say, though, that I still don't miss friends. Oh! Right? Like, like oh, of course... Oh, don't get me course, wrong. Yeah, right? It like, just course, as you get older, though, everyone needs different things. For sure. And so, I think that it's important to also not take offense. Yes. And, and I admit that everyone needs different things. Yes. And, I mean, I, I admit that sometimes I, I, I do sometimes be like... But it's, it's not necessarily that I'm upset with that person for mm-hmm. being busy or having other priorities. It's just like, oh, like, I just miss you and I just really want to yeah. hang out with you. So I just, I wish you could find the time. But obviously, but then, I understand that you can. For sure. And I might tease you a little bit. But, yeah. like, it's it's not, it, it's not, like, I'm not serious. It's mm-hmm. like, I understand that you are mm-hmm. very busy. Yeah. I just really would love... If, if we can find a, a quick time to sit down or whatever. And most people, though, if you say that, will be like, oh, my God, I feel the same way. Mm-hmm. You know and what I mean? maybe make it happen, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it is so important with all the pressures, and, I mean, we say it all the time, with all the pressures of women to have it all together all the time and, you know, be perfect and and keep everything together. And... Keep your house clean. Take care of your kids. Take care <sighs> yeah. of your job. Uh, take care of your husband. Yeah. Have like all of the things yeah. you're supposed to, and even not just for me, even just for you. Like okay, so me, I'm a stay at home mom. I have a job. I I'm supposed to be. My husband works away, so I'm by myself half the time. So I'm supposed to take care of my kids by myself half the time, but also be with my husband when he's home half mm-hmm. the time. Yeah, and then also manage friendships and all of these mm-hmm. things. So for me, I find it really overwhelming sometimes. But then even for you, you are a coach. You do all kinds of stuff. You're a busy, busy schedule. Mm -hmm. And so to maintain a bunch of friendships is challenging. Yeah. And so that's why I think that the low-maintenance friendships are so key. Absolutely, they are. Yeah. And that's the thing is that I just think, and again, myself included, because there are times that I just start to miss certain people so much Mm -hmm. that I, like... I'd be lying if I said sometimes I didn't feel a little bit frustrated mm-hmm. sometimes, but ultimately it's fine. Like yeah. it is okay because I get it. But you even are having busy. those open dialogues is so important. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And yes. that's something that I even wish with me and you that I would have 
chatted with you a little bit more. And like you said, that I wish the you wish that you would have told me when I first had Brolin how scared you were mm-hmm. about the change in our relationship. Yeah. Um, and I wish that I would have talked to you about how frustrated I was with your lack of engagement. Engagement yeah. and care yes. about like the huge life change that yeah. was happening for mm-hmm. me. And now it's so funny how hindsight is twenty twenty. Like you can look back at something and you can see something so clearly. Whereas at the time I was kind of like, man, are you ever being an asshole? Yes. You know what I mean? Like yes. what is your problem? Like yes. even when we got married and you were almost like scoffing at it. Like you were like, puh, this is lame. And I'm like, what is your freaking problem? But now. I was so upset about I our know. lives changing. I know. And now though, as someone who's matured and come such a far way since even then, I can see that and I can look back and I can have empathy for even what you were going through at the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that was such a whirlwind time in my life where I look back and I'm like, shit, how did you get through that? <laughs> how did you get through that? Actually, the first, God, and you know what? This doesn't need to be the praise. This doesn't need to be the praise Luke's uh, freaking <laughs> podcast, but... <laughs> Now, I, we're, now we're so defensive about I it. Know, like, I know. This doesn't need to be the We are allowed to talk about our lives yeah, here. But <laughs> I, not to get into details, but like very challenging first three years of our marriage based on out, outside effects. Such as? Oh, I can't tell. Okay, that's fine. But just like yeah. a lot of a lot of family dynamics. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, but... Well, because, I mean, I guess by the time that you guys had essentially made that commitment through having a baby or, like, being pregnant, they're, like, okay, yeah, maybe you guys were quite solid and whatever, but there was still probably a lot of learning from from those outside entities as far as family goes, right? That, like, maybe you didn't really know each other's families that well. Oh. Oh. I don't know if we want to keep going. We but, don't. Okay, but yeah. even just... <laughs> Uh, my family even, uh, well, and uh, I mean, uh, there's all, uh, <laughs> we'll leave For it. another time. <laughs> another time. We'll leave but it. But yeah, like it, it, it is. And I just, again, just that, that constant understanding that we, like women know how busy life is and women know mm-hmm. the expectations and the weight of the world that's on their shoulders. Yes. Either, either that they put there themselves yeah. or that is inadvertently and unintentionally put there by other people, yes. by their partners, by their friends, by their family, by whatever. Mm-hmm. And we, we all seem to talk about it so often that it's just like, oh, like, why am I the one that always has to do this? Or why, mm-hmm. like, why, why is this? And like, mm-hmm. you know, so-and-so goes around and they don't seem to have a care in the world. And yeah. yet I'm stressing out and this and that. So it's like, we all know that that's happening, mm-hmm. and yet sometimes we really lack that empathy and understanding towards one another, because sure. I, I just think that it's just pure, like, it's just pure selfishness almost, where you're just like, no, I want your time right yes. now, and I'm losing sight of how busy you are. Mm-hmm. So but, it's like, you have to take that step back and be like, no, no, yes. no, I know what's going on. Yeah. I can't be upset that they don't have time right now. And I, I have to have faith that when they do, yeah. they will come. For sure. I also think 
that more people need to realize that they are not the center of the universe. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. think that more people need to realize that they are not the most important thing that has ever graced the planet. Yeah. I, oh, thinking about myself when I was 21 years old and people would miss my birthday party. What the fuck better do you have to do than my, be at my <laughs> birthday party? Life. People have lives and jobs and things going on that doesn't involve being at your freaking birthday party. And I think if more of us could get on the understanding, and I mean, I am guilty of this. Don't get me wrong. I am guilty of that, especially in my earlier days, my earlier, my late 20s even. I am guilty of being so upset that people didn't make me this number one priority on my special days Mm -hmm. and holding on to that for a long time. Mm And now that I know better, I think back at it, and man, what a what a waste of negative energy. What a waste of hurt emotions over something that like really doesn't matter and also forces you to kind of find your tribe of people that think like you and like I don't know. You know like Yeah. I know yeah, I know exactly what I you're saying, but it's like just like 30th birthdays for example. I remember just, like, everyone having these, like, ball and 30th birthdays. And, I mean, my husband worked away. I had a one-year-old. Like, my 30th birthday, I needed to accept at the time, wasn't going to be, like, the same as everyone else's. But I remember being so hurt about it. And now I think about it, and I'm like, fuck, what a waste of energy. Mm -hmm. Who gives a a flying F about a freaking 30th birthday party? Like... Like, why were... I was wasting so much time on being hurt about something that didn't even freaking matter. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think I think it's just one of those things that... It's... I, you know, it's it's always nice to be acknowledged. Mm-hmm. Right? And I mean... Because I got lucky with my 30th birthday party because it was... It just happened to fall... Because my birthday always fell on the weekend of that Dusty Man hockey tournament. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, my birthday party was planned. And I remember yeah. the year before my 30th, I was like... Everybody better be here yeah. next year because Chestnut's <laughs> turning 30, right? And it was yeah. awesome. And it was yeah. hilarious because I walked into the rink that weekend and there were so many people that were like, Vanda, happy birthday. Yeah. And I'm like, how the heck did you know right. it was my birthday? They're like, you told everybody <laughs> yeah. last year totally. that this weekend was your birthday. But I mean, my friends didn't have to plan anything no. for me because that, that was genuinely where I wanted yeah. to be. I'm like, this is perfect. Yeah. But yeah, with that being said, I, I don't I don't think that I was upset about... No, but like, you're low maintenance. Well, I'm yeah. high maintenance. But I'm learning I'm, to be more low maintenance as I get older and the fact that like, it doesn't actually matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this it's, year, no, I had doesn't. a group of girlfriends who took the time to take me for, for pedicures and for lunch and like genuinely, oh, like yeah, that was nice. genuinely were just like, just care about me as a person and like what's going on. Mm-hmm. And like that. Just like legit quality time. Totally. Like, and that, that shit's what matters. Like yeah. the people that like, you don't have to talk to every day mm-hmm. or, you know, but that like, they just genuinely care about you as a person. Yeah. I think we need to normalize not being upset with people that don't find what's a priority to you a priority to them. Well, and I just, I just don't understand why, and I mean, aside from that, I don't understand why we have to blow up every single little thing now. Like, totally. every, everything needs an event now. For sure. But it's like, yeah. 
So we can't just get together just for the sake of like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Like, is that, is that like, are you, are you feeling guilty for just taking you time that you need to make some sort of crazy event? Like, I don't know. Why do we have to blow up every single thing? I know. I don't get it. I know. And again, granted, maybe people out there are like, ah, you don't have kids. You don't know how exciting but, it is. <laughs> and also, okay, and I just wanted to clarify also again, that, low like, maintenance, there's no way I would do something like well, that. Well, okay, and I'm we're going to get the argument that you should sometimes do things not because you want to do them, but because they're important to someone you love. And I totally get that. I get that argument. But at the same time, again... Is that we cannot control other people. We can only control ourselves. Yeah. And so I think that it's important to just kind of really gauge what's important to you. Gauge all of that stuff. And then kind of do what makes you happy and just let other people be. And then if if someone isn't meeting your needs, needs then they don't need to be. Well, or at the very least, like... Because I think, I think if I had, I think like, I don't know, I'm trying to think of, if, if, okay, I am this person Mm -hmm. where if you're having, let's say, a first birthday party Mm -hmm. for your kid, right? And if you say to me, hey, just wanted to let you know, we're having a first birthday party, you're invited, you're welcome to come. Mm -hmm. If you're busy, that's fine. Like no obligation. I don't care, et cetera, et cetera. I'm probably not going to come. Yeah. I'm probably not going to come. Yeah. Sorry. One-year-old birthday parties aren't my MO. Well, you haven't been to any of my kids' birthday parties. No. No. Was I offended at the first one? A little. Yes. Yeah. People ask where you were, and I'm like, wow, Vanna's, she, Vanna's being an asshole. Yeah, she's, she doesn't come. Yeah. <laughs> right? But if, if, you, if you don't explicitly tell me that, like... This is important to me. It's important to me. Mm-hmm. Then I then I'm I'm gonna assume it's fine that I don't go and that you mm-hmm. don't need me there. But well, that if you said, say though, if you say don't worry about it, it's like no big deal. And then people don't make it you, a big deal. You better and then you and then you're upset. It's like well, but what you said it wasn't you a big deal. It, yeah. So then yeah. that's the thing is that I do feel though that if I ever get told by somebody like I this is this is happening with me and my kid or something, mm-hmm. and it's very important to me that mm-hmm. you be there for that. Then yeah, I'll come. Mm-hmm. But don't tell me that it's not important to you if it if it is totally because then I'm gonna be like, well, I don't feel the pressure to go then. Yeah, communication, communication, honest yeah. communication. Yes, right. Not manipulative. Yeah, communication. like that whole passive aggressive. Yeah, yeah, and especially because I mean, like, I don't. I I do. I love my kid, my friends' kids. Mm-hmm. I love my friends' kids. Mm-hmm. But being around a lot of kids at the same time. It's not for you. It's just not for me. Yeah. And it's not to say that someday it won't be if I have my own kids and I'm lucky enough to meet a person that is worthy and whatever. Yeah. It's not to say that I won't become accustomed to it. But like coming, being a single girl that doesn't have kids. Yeah. People forget how overwhelming kids are. Uh, I have three right? boys, like, and I am overwhelmed all day. Yeah. We took them recently to Home Depot. <laughs> and I text Luke from across the store and said, these kids are driving me to drink. Yeah. They literally wouldn't stop running. I said, stop running. And they would not stop running. Anyways. Yeah. Like, all I'm says- saying is, is I... 
I'm overwhelmed by kids often, and I have kids. Yes. So I totally and I mean, get with, it. With that being said, like I am, I I am getting to the point that, and, and I mean it's it's easier too because, oh. I, I'm spending more time with my friends' kids that I feel more comfortable. If one of them's acting like a ridiculous, crazy mm-hmm. kid, I feel more comfortable being like, whoa, 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 mm-hmm. or slow your roll and calm down and whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I am starting to like get better at, at attending those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And not only just for the kid, quite honestly, because it's just like now more and more and more and more people have kids that it's like, right. well, this is an opportunity to get together and socialize as for adults sure. even now. Yeah. Right. So it's just kind of like, I've learned that I need to capitalize on that opportunity to for just sure. be with my friends for because sure. this is just the way that life is now yeah. with kids. Yes. Right. Like I've just, I've accepted it yes. more. Whereas in the past I was like, hmm. eh. which again, I mean, it's, it's, it's not nice. It's not, it's not nice. And like, I'm so sorry if there is other friends out there that I offended and not attending this or not attending that. But if you didn't really explicitly, which, which again is not, I, maybe I should make the assumption that it's important to them that I'm there. I don't know. It's not important to everyone though. And that's the well, thing. Well, yeah. Like, and so, if you um, are low maintenance in, in that Yours way, though, I, I, I should have known better. Like that, yeah. that is a hundred percent on me and the attitude that I had towards that at my ridiculous age. I know different now though. Yes. And like I said, I definitely was the person that was really, really, really offended and hurt um, a while ago by people that didn't make me the center of attention when I felt like I deserved to be the center of attention. But I think that that also was required in my growth in knowing, right? So I think that if that never happened, then Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have a different understanding about things as I do now. Correct. So, like, I'm glad that that kind of stuff happened. And again, I just think that we were just in different spots and we needed that that separation almost to get to a better place. Mm -hmm. So I'm not mad. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm not hurt. Low maintenance friendships, man. Low maintenance friendships. We're all about that. We are. Yeah, we are all about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because I was going to say, too. So, yeah, that's the kicker, too, is that with with how much, I, like you said, like, we should have talked about it, and we didn't. We were young. We were done. So, mm-hmm. young women, as your friends start to have kids and that kind of thing, have a conversation about it. Open dialogue. Is Open so dialogue. Important. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, admit that you're worried about your friendship and admit that you're concerned about the changes and whatever so that you can be honest and open with each other about it because it is so hard that change in life yes it is so hard especially when right like with where I was at my life that it was such a bizarre concept to me so my young women as your friends start to have kids and you're not talk about it yes just talk about it talk about it and also check your expectations yeah Absolutely. For sure. On both ends. So. On both okay. ends. Yeah. So kind of leaving it there though. Yeah. So what have we learned today? Check your expectations. Communication is key. You're not the center of the universe. I was going to say the world does not revolve around you. And Three don't things. be hurt about that. Yes. Don't have that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Great talk. That was a good one. I think. Fun. I don't know. I feel like I rambled just a little bit. But here we are. Again. Oh, anyways. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of Unfiltered Happenings. And I hope you have a lovely week and we'll see you next week.
Bye.